The problem with Euro Trash is occasionally you just have a willy pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> it's okay, you just turn your eyes. <laughs> and that's how the podcast starts. <laughs> Please not. No, let's not do that. <laughs> how, can, how can I not start it with that? I believe you can be a blow. Welcome to the Conquistables. Right, the Conquistables show no mercy as they take on No Mercy 1999. The entrance in the Terry Invitational Tournament tonight. Badass Cameron Phillips, the big Ewan Boski, Ewan Taylor, and Jordy Allen Milburn. Only tonight on the Conquistadors. How's how's Al doing? Talking about Willie's popping up. <laughs> Alan, it, it, I'm quite flattered. <laughs> was that flattered or flattened? Flattered. flattered. You don't know what he said. Flattered. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, oh dear God! Oh dear God! I missed you guys. <laughs> oh, hello, Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> you can show each other our trenches in a couple of weeks. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, well, there'll be much trenching going on. Um, because just at the crane. Some of, yeah, just at the crane. Yeah, just at the crane. Because some of us are going to feel loathing. But yeah, but oh other God. people like fill our dicks. Staying home in Gloucester. No, because I'd spend bloody two grand on the ch- on the child for a trip. I thought explained. Well, next year spend two grand on coming to Glasgow. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to spend two grand on coming to Glasgow because you can take us out and treat us like good people for a change. Yeah. Yeah, you can pay for the hotels and 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 the food. No, I, and everything. I don't want to spend yeah. money on people I like. Oh, oh, oh. God! That's what's going to be like, right. is it? Feels the heel of this podcast tonight. Oh yes. Oh well, there we go. Uh, are we going to talk about any wrestling? <laughs> no, I was going to talk about dicks for two hours. It's going to be great. <laughs> Well, it's essentially the same, the same thing as the Attitude Era, isn't it? Talking about dicks to us. Hey. 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 Puppies! 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 <laughs> Terry, climb up the ladder! Ooh, yeah! Oh, yeah, I'm not uh, a pedophile on this, no. we'll, we'll get to that later on. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll to we'll I'm pretty sure this will be, be the point that Phil will start the music. Yep. <laughs> right about... No, that was uh, after Cameron talked about Eurotrash. Oh, fair enough. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, um... Well, tonight we're doing. It was, you, it was Ewan's pick, wasn't it? This is my pick, and it is Ewan. I have a little story before we get into my pick. I've for the listeners out there, there are no penises, so I'm sorry in advance. So, as a boy, I was into many things. Most I can't see on the air for legal reasons. Penises. But back in the day. <laughs> Among that, um, back in the day, there was a store called Woolworths. I'm sure we all remember that fondly. Not just for the the fact that everything was overpriced, and that's probably the reason why it went out of business, but that's besides the point. Uh, One day I was in with my mum, and we were sort of just 
she was in getting something, so I floated over to the video aisle as I do. And I, I saw a video and I picked video I noticed that it had a couple of people that I recognised from uh, the wrestling. Now, it was a picture of Stone Cold and a picture of Triple H. Now, I happened to quite enjoy these two people's work and I decided upon looking at the front cover, I had to own this video, not knowing anything else about the videotape in mind. Where's he gone? Hello? Hello? <laughs> what happened? You and you disappeared down a tunnel there. You cut out completely, then. You right? cut out completely, yeah. We got oh, the, oh, you, you had to have that? the videotape, and then we had nothing after that. Oh, okay. That's strange. So, we got the videotape, and I went home and proceeded to watch the tape approximately 8,000 times. Um, for a variety of different reasons, but... This show has always had a soft spot in my heart. This show is probably one of my one of my favorites from the Attitude Era because not just for the main event, but it's got so much good throughout. If you get past the second and probably the first match, which we'll go into in a minute or two. Yeah. So tonight, for your listening pleasure, we're going to go through WWF No Mercy 1999. Huzzah! The attack was deliberately planned. Unspeakable atrocities fuel the champion. The attack is terror, wreaking havoc on the World Wrestling Federation. The attack exhibiting no pity, no compassion, no benevolence. The facts speak for themselves. His objective is clear. WWF No Mercy live on pay per view. I don't know. I'll, I'll, indeed. No. <laughs> Sorry. That's a bit of a weird noise. Da, da, da. Okay, oh, <laughs> Phil's dead. Hey, <laughs> Phil's dead. Plinko. Anyway, should we just carry on without Phil temporarily? I think we should do that. So, I don't know. Have you guys had you guys seen the show before? Um, I'm watching it again. Time. You right. Okay. So, 
I've, I've got the VHS as well. Yes, I haven't seen it at the uh, at the time. Um, I've seen the right. the tag match, obviously, um, with the ladders. Well, it's infamous. Uh, yeah, yeah, of so course. I saw that because we, uh, but I haven't seen the whole show until now. Whole whole show. Yeah. Okay, so I decided to just come up with some main points going into the show. So first things first. I don't know about you guys, but I just wrote on all capitals. I fucking love this intro video. How great is it? Was it the one with Steve Austin will never be the same again? Yeah, that one, right at the start of the show. It is cool. It is cool, I'll grant you that. It's a good... It's 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 up there with some of the better video intros they've done in yeah, the past. It, it basically all the fact that these are two guys who are not the best of friends, let's be honest, and the fact that Triple H had taken out Austin's knee at SummerSlam, and this was obviously Austin's first match back, and it, to me it just built up the whole idea that this was two men that were just wanting to just kick the living deal out of each other. There's a certain bubbling hatred between the two of them, obviously, that would that would carry yeah. on for a good few years. <laughs> that would carry on for a good few years and make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, also on the show, this would have this was uh, Jeff Jarrett's final match in the WWF before jumping to WCW. Yes, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yep. Shall and also it is the final of a prestigious tournament. Yes, with a prestigious. No, wait for it. No, mm. it, is, it is known as the Terry Invitational Tournament, a prestigious tournament that has a very unfortunate acronym. Yes, uh, and a very unfortunate prize. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll go through that when we get to the match. But yeah, the, yeah I. <laughs> Yeah, there is money involved, though, isn't there? There is money involved, but as well as well as other items. Yeah, when someone saw shit, you've got to pay them to be your manager. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Please take me. Anyway, it's kind of it's kind of like going on bullseye and winning the speedboat and living in the middle of a council estate. Yeah, pretty much. What do I do with you? Um, but anyway, as I say, we'll get to that. We we open we're at the Gundarina in Cleveland, which is the same it's, location for the Invasion pay per view a few years down the line. It's correct. What's uh, sorry, states that we don't want to go into that again, do we? Because it was mm. just shit. Well, yeah, and I, I believe we open with a five star classic. Yeah, um, we, we do. We, we 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 open with an amazing, uh, fantastic match of the Godfather who. Mm. Oh, bizarre! You, you know that he doesn't get a pop uh, when he comes out because there's no women with him. I wrote this down. I wrote down and, and sort of the crowd's not interested. Where are the holes? Question mark. Sad face. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much exactly, it, isn't it? That's the crowd reaction. The, the, the crowd don't give a shit about the Godfather. All they care about is questionable women. So after, yeah, it's like he, initially the Godfather comes out, the music plays, everyone kind of goes, Ugh, and then like there's oh, no women, God. so no one really cares. Yeah, and then there's just like. Um, the, the women eventually come out and then everyone's like yay and that's it which yay. kind of has the whole thing of the actual era about sometimes the characters and the catchphrases were more over than the actual people Well, that's 
that short uh, <laughs> shown throughout before the match begins. Um, this prestigious opening match was made on Sunday Night Heat, so this was actually done the hour before. Uh, um, after I, I can't remember the exact incident, oh, no, it was the SmackDown. That's what it was. The SmackDown before, uh, where it was a tag match, I believe. Uh, if I remember correctly, does this involve Viscera as well? Yes, it does involve. Oh, uh, God, Mister Viscera. Um, the first thing I've wrote down is Midian, thankfully wearing clothes. Oh yeah, um, that's to come. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one for the memory box out there. Right, where can we talk this up? So, um, in another universe, this is Phineas Godwin versus Papa Shango with Mabel on the outside. That doesn't improve it any. <laughs> I think it might make it worse. I'm trying to think what possible reason would Papa Shango, or like a voodoo prince, have against a pig farmer? Well, he stole uh, his pig. Stole his he pig. Beat him. Unless, he uh, beat him at the annual pig contest. Unless he was trying um, to like, buy some pig's blood to have some kind of like... like um, no, pa- Papa Shango bet his heating allowance at the, um, the pick of the air <laughs> contest, right? Uh, of course, <laughs> of course. And that's what happened. And sure. King Mabel, I actually forgot for a while that Midian was um, Phineas Godwin. Totally yep. forgot that. Another fantastic mid-90s character that thankfully has been disappeared into the annals of time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, the next sort of point that I thought was important to note is, God bless the Fink, he is still one of the greatest announcers of all time. He is the greatest announcer of all time. Sorry, he is the greatest announcer of all time. I'd actually forgot um, he was announcing this match. What, what makes the Fink so special on this occasion? Well, just the fact he was there. Just, you know, this is the good old era where the Fink would do the ring announcements, whereas now we've got random person A and random person B. Uh, I suppose, yeah, you've got... Uh, who is uh, maybe stealing some other announcers' catchphrases. Can we also point out, by the way, that within the first few minutes of this match for the promos, we've got references to smoking pot, sex work, <laughs> sex work and bestiality, so you can tell yeah, us the attitude I've, error. I've got all that then. This, this show is full-on... Attitude here, tits in your face, have some wheat, whatever, have fun. Let the Godfather be spoken worldwide. Man, I want you to roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. Like that blood up and say, Pimpinati, sir! You got a fatty there, JR? I beg your pardon? And this is more emphasized by the fact that the king is on full-on pervert mode uh, during the Godfather's intro. Yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Really, but to be honest. It'll get as, worse later on. <laughs> as you say, the credit only there for the uh, catchphrase, the whole train gets a massive pop. Mm-hmm. And he uh, can't even be asked to finish him off with a pimp drop. That is true. He's probably not worth it, let's be honest. <laughs> be fair. But, be uh, careful about how we're using the phrase finish him off in relation to the Godfather. <laughs> uh, but, oh, okay, good point. Uh, 
Uh, King oh, or squash should have been a squash match. It was a bit more competitive, but Midian was never winning in a million years, was no, he? No, no, it does. It does seem to go on forever. This match, though, it does. But we've I've not even got to the beginning of the match yet. My notes. Carry on then. So, well, um, we need to speed this up. We spent twenty minutes and we haven't even um, started wrestling yet. It's okay, we'll get there at the end. But uh, before the match begins, Midian gets an all fours and the Godfather gets down on his level and uh, basically says, you know, since you don't want any hoes, I don't have any farm animals, I'm just going to kick <laughs> your ass. Pitch from Capitals. Wrestling. It's simple. Man A wants to kick Man B's butt. Begin. He's got no farm animals. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he does it, it does, also involves animals and, like, prostitutes as well, I suppose. Yeah, but, there is. There well, is. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be more funny if, like, the Godfather started bringing out, like, cattle and stuff instead of horse? <laughs> no? Don't, don't, that well, was tired. If, the, if the music had been played, it would have been bow, 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 uh, yes, he's the. Yeah. Well, there's a reference to gravitational pull later on in this match. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, it, it kicks off with a, you get a bit of punch, kick, punch, kick. I've got here. There's Midian in the corner. Um, yeah. They end up brawling on the outside, um, <laughs> but then Viscera does his first attack on Godfather behind the referee's back. But the, his, his hoes don't seem that bothered. No, they seem sort of like, oh, it's all right. The cheering on Viscera, it looks like. Doesn't yeah, they? yeah, they're kind of like. Like a, yeah. watching this big guy batter like you know I mean okay they're much smaller but there is five of them as opposed to one of him they could just like you know uh-huh. keep kick him in the nuts or something well yeah but they don't seem at all bothered interested no um, I did note that you know any wrestler that wrestles in a waistcoat is a real pimp let's be honest well yeah exactly exactly that comes off um, also it's one of the few matches where a power slam gets a massive pop <laughs> it is it is you know a um, move that's seen as a setup move at best that gets like a massive pop in this arena it does a bit yeah it was a bit weird uh, just a bit um, we have an attempt at the whole train that's uh, derailed uh, mainly because Viscera is um, deciding he quite fancies the hose all of a sudden yeah he's he... the largest love machine don't forget that oh god I try to every day I'm not really up on the history of Midian what is this a no this is Viscera oh Viscera sorry yes Viscera right okay. oh yeah 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 right I get what you mean now yeah 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 it was he. He was lumbered. You know, he wasn't lumbered with the sexual chocolate gimmick. That was Mark Henry. That was, was Mark Big Henry. Daddy. Big before Big Viagra. What was he called? Uh, was he just called Viscera, the, the world's large Viagra, and all that crap? Oh that God, that's right. God, yeah. Big Daddy. If he was his epic melty tits look in so, uh, ECW, ECW kind of thing, wasn't he? But yeah, yeah. Right. not the best. Um, did anyone else note the absolutely fucking horrible slam on the outside that Midian gave? Yeah, there's a lot of Midian's kind of... A lot of this match is really sloppy, actually. It's pretty bad. You can tell it's, it's an opening match, but still... Yeah, um, but once, once again, they get away with it because the characters are far more over than the actual wrestlers. A lot of the actual quality of wrestling they actually did was dire. It was, but the characters and everything else yeah, around it got it over. Up, yeah, pumped it that way. Yeah. Um, I just wrote that Midian looks like he's punching through water. He does a bit. It's just so... Yeah, so slow and bad. Uh, yeah, it's just 
we should probably wrap this up because this is a bad. We bad. should do. This is twenty-two minutes on the opening contest, <laughs> and it was terrible. Uh, the one thing I will want to know is the fan near the end who went down the steps all the way to the bottom, did a pose, and then just walked back up the stairs again. <laughs> nice. Just um, in the middle of this match, out of nowhere. Godfather wins with a roll-up. That's essentially it. Yes, after yep. hitting, after hitting the whole train, after hitting the whole train, he wins with the roll. It's not a brilliant no contest. Job. It's just not going to happen. No, uh, and, uh, we get a video package then of Triple H jumping Austin, Austin in the back on SmackDown. Yeah, um, you're miss, he, you've, you've missed something out here. I missed something. What have I missed? You've missed, you've missed the, the post-match celebrations. Oh God. God! Can we please get over this match? <laughs> no, Al. You made me watch a Bushwhackers match and then declare the best match in the world. You're listening to this shit, all right? Oh, vengeance is swift. It really is. So, into the, the match, who's getting the ring to celebrate the Godfather? Tim White, who I miss as a referee. Oh, yeah. He was he was great. Well, he, he kept trying to commit suicide, didn't he? That's yeah. We don't talk about that. That's just oh, bad. Jesus, yeah, that was terrible. Eventually, Godfather sends the holes over to Tim White. They have a dance. Tim White falls down, and Tim White gets a happy ending in the middle of the ring in front of 18,000 people. It's something to behold. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But yes. Uh, back to the video that we get next. It's um, Triple H jumping Austin in the back on SmackDown because he sort of does this whole thing of, you know, you want to you want this belt? Then take the belt. Take the belt. And then he yeah. just whacks him over the head with the belt with China next to him. Triple H, apparently this is supposed to be a snake bite on his face. That was an Oscar-winning performance. you got to admit it, right? I made you a believer, right? Women were crying in the front row. Women actually believe the snake bit my face right here and, and, and ended my career. You know what happened to that snake? It tried to bite me. Just like rattlesnakes do, they tried to bite you. What I did is I ripped its head off and threw it in the trash, just like I'm gonna tonight. Oh, not this shot, not this shot. It oh, is the yeah, worst yeah. looking facial prosthetic you've ever seen in it your life. It looks like something's just like blown their nostril onto his face. Is this the one where Austin supposedly threw a rattlesnake in the, lock, uh, in the locker room and locked him in? It was in, in his bag. Right? Yeah. It was in his bag. Uh, anyway, it's bad anyway. Because he's called the rattlesnake, so he'll obviously have um, the rattlesnake. The rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah, it's not the greatest. It's bad. Then we get a recap on the Sunday night heat of Triple H gloating. Um, just, just bad. It is a weird. It's it, it, for such a good feud, and if you remain event, it just it, it's the trying to make out. Triple H is sort of laying the foundations of being the sort of dastardly bastard that he will become in sort of nine two thousand two thousand and one kind of area. Yeah, this is just sort of setting the, the scene basically. This is setting the scene, but it does involve, as I say, the, something that looks like you know, like a piece of chewing gum on his face, yeah. which <laughs> is not going to be a snake bite at all. You know, you're kind no. of thinking the suspension of disbelief kind of goes out the window. If that was a snake bite, he'd either like his face would be like twice the size and he'd be dead <laughs> so much. it's not going to happen um, but and then we cut from that to Michael Cole interviewing well as she calls herself the women's WWF champion at the end of this interview which is not what the belt's called well done no um, I think she's flustered by this point but basically Ivory is getting interviewed by Michael Cole about her upcoming match against uh, the fabulous Muller and basically makes a number of very 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 offensive comments regarding old people I don't care about Muller's history I mean Lord knows there's enough of it to fill an encyclopedia 
Is this not a very, very similar thing that's going on at the minute between Alexa Bliss and um, Mickey James? And Mickey James, even though Mickey James is like thirty-eight years old. Yeah, but it's not seventy. Yeah, that too, and also it's been done a bit more tastefully. A little bit, yeah. Um, so yeah, we get the fabulous Moolah against Ivory for the women's title. And yeah, okay. Little fact. Go, Go on. on. When was Moolah's last pay-per-view match before this one? Oh Jesus! Oh um, man. I'm gonna go with eighty-nine. No, nope. I have no idea how. Eighty-seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The Virus Series eighty-seven. So oh, she's not been on a pay-per-view for twelve years. And I think that was even her last active match, unless I'm mistaken. That, that would probably be about right. God, I mean, it, it shows. Well, it's gonna show. <laughs> Listen, the thing that always gets me about you know when like wrestling now when they're going about women's revolution all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. the thing that really really worries me is the fact that Vince himself uh-huh. this 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 is what women's wrestling was during the most successful time period of the company I know what you're going to say um, you know so when the, when the WWF were, were making the most money it was the Attitude Era and it was the most popular mm-hmm. this is what the women's matches were like yep. so I'm always thinking no matter how many chances the women get and they deserve every, you know, all the chances in the world mm-hmm. Vince himself will still think that this is what it takes to be successful as far as women's wrestling goes I mean as we all know wrestling is always in cycles so I'm hoping by the time the cycle to make the women's division made about as much as a piece of shit in the floor that Vince will be out of any kind of control and Triple H will go you know what we're just going to keep doing what we're doing because it's making money and everyone's happy exactly exactly Anyway, but, uh, the king can barely control himself throughout this match. No, he's full on snide. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, he said, JR says this is one for the ages. King comes back with, yeah, ages 80, 70 to 80. It's like, it's not wrong. No, but it's, it's feeding into that um, usual. Yeah. There's also that great spot at the beginning where both Mula and Mae Young get in the ring and they seem to have almost an argument over does Mae Young raise her arm? Do they not? It's, it's quite awkward. It is a little bit, but then the whole match is kind of awkward. Yeah, the whole match goes about 0.5 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, Ivory... It's, it's a pretty decent effort for Ivory to get a sort of semi-decent match out of it. I, I always like to be involved in that shite, though. Yeah, I know. Imagine I, being told that when you get in, you know, when it's like, oh, by the way, this is what you're going to do. You're going to, you know, you're going to put over this 70 year old woman and yep. then you're going to lose. And then win the belt back the following night. <clears throat> yep. But, uh, I mean, Ivory, I always enjoyed Ivory. I always thought she was great. Because she was, had, but it was like most of the women at this tenor period of time. She was pretty much just quite nondescript. Pretty much between her, Jacqueline. I really uh, don't think like it, 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 at this period of time the women's division was pretty bad. It, yeah. it, it took like Lita and Trish Stratus like a, two or three years down the line to actually get it mm-hmm. anywhere near yeah. decent. And that started off with both of them being valleys. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, um, basically. Basically, this match is how much damage can May Young take in one goal being someday on the outside. Without needing a hip replacement. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Ivory tries to put her feet in the ropes to pin uh, Mula. May Young comes over, and I'm not sure what she tries to do. And basically, she ends up getting smacked in the face for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she then takes a drop kick later on the match. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Muller throwing Ivory over into the fans. That was hysterical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to wrap this up, Muller, sorry, Mate takes a pretty decent shot with the belt. 
Yep. And then Moolah sort of falls over, rolls up Ivory, one, two, three, and actually gets a surprisingly decent pop. Because it's just... I suppose it's the face, you know, it's the fact that Ivory's lost and she's a heel. Yeah. And you'd probably, you know, cheat anyone who's, you know, pinning in a nine uh, heel, but uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's just, I've just wrote down horrendous match as my recap. Yeah, it's the first two matches of the nine aren't exactly a great start. <laughs> no. But, but uh, things begin to pick up next time but before we get to the next match we get another Sunday Night Heat recap for those who forgot what they watched an hour ago where uh, Vince is telling Triple H that his match is now no holes barred and quite obviously Triple H is not happy about this does that mean Zeus is in it? shut up okay (laughs) (laughs) fucking Zeus anyway um... (laughs) Zeus god (laughs) tiny Lister yeah um yeah, is it, was it not like Triple H's whole idea like before this was just to get DQ'd? Basically, yeah, he was going to get Austin so to prevent that, basically, and then and then get DQ'd. This is Vince counteracting the whole "you're going to get yourself DQ'd." I'm not like it happen because I'm going to let Austin rip you to pieces. Nice. <laughs> and uh, we then go on to our first match that's probably above two stars. Yep, in the form of the New Age Outlaws against the Hollies. Now. The New Age Outlaws music just has to play and the crowd's already in their hand. Yeah, because you've got, like, the last generation Enzo Amore. Has anyone seen the clip of Enzo just getting creamed by Pete Dunne? Yes. Yes, I've watched amazing. it at least ten times today. I love it every single time. Even though they fuck up the intros and they play Pete Dunne's music and it's Kurt Angle that comes out first. Yeah, I've, that was... I can't, that, help, that, I can't that, feel that, it's supposed to be Kurt Angle out, then the music, yeah, then uh, Pete Dunne. I'm assuming whoever's on music that night is probably looking for another job right now. Probably, but never mind. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. the New Age yeah. Outlaws, yes, the usual, you know, the, uh, you know, the tag team champions of the world. Yeah. They also declare themselves to be the greatest tag team, the WWF, which I've wrote down, no, that's the fucking Bushwhackers, that's according the to us. Bushwhackers, yep. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We've decided. It's too late now. <laughs> you can't Adam. change your mind. Uh, hi, this is Phil on the edit. Uh, no, they're not. And yes, we can. Did anyone notice some of the very creative signs that were about during this um, introduction? Oh, God, it was the Attitude Era, so it'll probably be like... Um... So, here are, my, here are my three favourites. Go on. I've got a Welcome to the Dog Pound sign. Makes uh-huh. sense. Yeah. I got laid smacked of Room 316. Again, perfectly right. fine. Here's the one that made me think... Huh? All it says is Road Dog, Do Me Doggy, 69 style. What the hell is wrong with this crowd? <laughs> Listen, I made that I made that sign in a hurry. <laughs> there's a Switch certain in. there's a certain logistical problem with that. Yeah, unless you're like uh that's, 14 that's, year old a Russian gymnastic that's got some very, very flexible bones. No, you can't do that. That's 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 tough on the spine. It really is. I just um, wrote down to this side I just wrote down what the fuck is wrong with this crowd. Yeah, anyway. Never mind. <laughs> Um, also the couple dressed in garish pink and yellow are here what like 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 Mario yeah (laughs) surely somebody else must have noticed this these two were at every single pay-per-view at least in 1999 
always in the front row so you can see him on camera. Nope. Nope. Just nope. Okay. Never noticed this. Sorry. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Let's move on. To the match itself. <laughs> yes. Um... Uh, so this match was set up again on SmackDown because the Hollies caused the New Jet Lost to lose the tag team belts to the Rock and Sock Connection. More on that later. Yeah, well, this was originally supposed to be a tag title match, wasn't it? It was. Then it got kind of fun. It's a number one contenders match. Oh, That's right. what it'll turn it into, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I I just wrote down Harker Holly is amazing, and he is. What like? Thurman Sparky Plug. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't talk about that. Why was I never found Hardcore Holly amazing at all? I just find really? it like a characterless lump. <laughs> I like Holly. No, you leave Holly alone. Nah. I disagree, I disagree Sorry. there. Nah. Oh, never, okay. nah, never found that's, him any. That's fine. Nah. But um, one thing is for sure, they do not weigh eight hundred pounds combined. No, I, was, I just I've got no one here saying that King seems really obsessed with the idea that Crash Holly is four hundred pounds in weight. That's enough about the charismatic road dog. Let's talk about the Hollies. And, and I've got one thing I want to clear up: that idiot Howard Finkel, the worst, the worst ring announcer in the world. I heard him make an incorrect weight announcement about the Hollies. What did he say? They weigh four hundred. I know for a fact that the Hollies weigh nearly 800 pounds. Well, that's what they claim. It's it's an alright tag match. It's nothing it's too exciting. It's not bad, actually. It's, it's You see, you've got one of your, probably your top teams at the time. Obviously, the hardcore um, cousins are sort of quite new. Um, it's not well, bad. Bob Holly's not. Well, no, oh, Bob Holly's, Holly's not. Bad. Bob Holly's been around for years. But this is kind of, at least they're giving him something to do, you know, and giving him Crash Holly. Yeah. You know, and making him a little bit better. We're still um, a few months off the fantastic 24-7 hardcore title year. Yeah, you've still not got that. Yeah, just yet, so... It's 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 not a bad match. It's it's like most of the undercard in the Attitude Era pay per views. It's functional, kind of uh-huh. not like it rarely crosses into undercards in the Attitude Era. Rarely cross into like amazing territory. You just have to wait to the main event for that. Yeah, but this is this is all right. It's half decent. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. I mean, considering what you've just watched, it's you know five well, star match of the year material. Yeah, of the, of the three that have come so far, then yeah, this is definitely an improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just put there what have I got for the uh, Road Dog's taking a batting Hardcore Holly up top uh, Dog yep. raises a boot King seems obsessed with the idea that Crash Holly's £400 Road Dog superplexed to Hardcore Holly Billy Gunn in Hardcore uh, sticks chain in the ring Gunn mm. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah Gunn famousers crash onto the chair but the outlaws get disqualified for using it so yeah. They, they get DQ'd basically for using this DQ, <laughs> which is shock horror. Um, so, yeah, it's not. So the a bad Hollies match. are the number one contenders. Yeah, exactly. Which just seems crazy because then you'd have to have like the Rock and Salt connection versus the Holly cousins, which just seems weird. Uh, anyway. Um, but, hang on. Uh, do you know sorry, what happens can, next night on Raw? What happens Go next night on Raw? The Holly cousins win the titles. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did they? Yeah. Jesus. It makes sense, though, when we find out what happens later on. Well, true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They probably need to... They had a habit of doing that in this kind of period of time. They had a habit of just sticking tag titles on two big main eventers just for like well, a week. This, this is right at the, the height of WCW's epic rise. So they were obviously worried that we've got to change the belts, we've got to push other people, we've got to make sure that we're random, that we're, made, that we're not falling behind whatever Vince Russo or... <coughs> 
WCW in 1999. They were plummeting. Well, no, they were going for a new thing, but it never paid off at them. No. Mm, I suppose. This is the sort of beginning of the new blood era. Yes, so next is a infamous match. Uh, yeah, for all the wrong freaking reasons. Speaking yeah. of WCW, this was a Vince Russo special, wasn't it? Oh, you, you know it straight away. Oh, it is fuck you, Russo. Essentially, a hardcore match. However, set in the realm of what you can find in a house. A good housekeeping match. Yep, for the prestigious WWF Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, this now, will be the Intercontinental Championship held by Rick Rude, Ultimate Warrior, Macho yeah. Man, Randy Savage, Bret Hart, Roddy and Piper, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. And currently been held by a twat from Nashville. Santa, it has become oh so painfully obvious that you still haven't learned what the role of a woman should be. And about to leave for the competition and well, he has technically well left. yeah because WWE forgot to get him a new contract <laughs> so Vince basically Jarrett holds them up for about three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars to wrestle this absolutely fucking awful match it's apparently it was Russo's idea of course yeah, it was apparently it was Russo that extended Russo knew that Jarrett was going to leave for WCW <laughs> so Russo apparently unbeknownst didn't like knew this before everyone else so it was Russo that pitched keeping this feud going an extra month which is yeah. why it goes over the originally scheduled contract for Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. um, Have, having just listened to the death of WCW oh my god there is so much stupidity about it this time of in the wrestling year well yeah exactly but um this match is it's kind of it's kind of bizarrely entertaining for the stupidity of it all it, it, it's really a, a sort of sideshow match I mean the whole the whole point of the match is Jeff Jarrett thinks women are weak and men are the dominant species he spends the weeks leading up to this match beating up the entire women's roster and humiliating them uh, leading up to throwing China in a laundry bin and throwing her off the edge of the walkway which obviously leaves her blood up um, throughout all this uh, Miss Kitty's not 100% sure about what's going on not exactly an agreement no as you'd like to think she wouldn't be well you'd think so but uh, so the ring's been set up with all kinds of bullshit what have we got we we, we get well I'm just looking at the notes down here although yeah. I'm just trying to actually make I couldn't make much sense of this as far as notes no, go we've, we've got a trash can being used we've got a roll of salami being used we've got a toilet seat there's a fish got, at one stage yes line and board there's an iron board, yeah, board. Yeah, 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 yeah. A frying pan. A sink. Uh, Jared brings a kitchen sink to the match. There's flour and... Oh, that's it's a, it's a cake mix that gets uh, thrown over Miss Kitty. Um, there are tongs being used. Testicle tongs. Testicle tongs. Uh, yep. Pies getting thrown about. Uh, a random table spot for no reason. Yeah, it's pretty... Well, after cool. all these weapon shots... Uh-huh. Um, Jarrett wins with a belt shot to the head. He does, yeah. But, alas. How does this get reversed? Because it's not like the show replay in the arena. It's just all of a sudden, Ted. Apparently, Uh the Continental title is not a household item. Yeah, but Teddy Long was on the ground during this, so how did he see it? Holler, player. It's nice to have Teddy Long on the podcast this evening. <laughs> uh, 
not either, dear. No. So I wrote down Teddy Long either sees you play, realizes, fuck knows what, and uh, basically rules that the title belt is not a household item. It's not a household item. Right. And what though, does Jerry Lawler say? It's in his house. It's it's a household item in Jeff Jarrett's house. Uh, that's well, yeah, he's got a point actually. You know, if, if, you, if you're the current Intercontinental title holder, then it is in your. It'll be in your house at one stage. So, so as a result, this match must continue. Oh dear. Oh. Now, my point is, if the Intercontinental Championship's not a household item, why was that not, not made clear at the beginning? I realise it plays into the finish, but a lot of people were very confused with the referee reversed the decision. Well, my next question is, is a guitar really a household item? Because I don't have one. Um, I do. You do if you're the dickhead from the South. Thanks. Not you. I mean, South America. You're a nice yeah, man. You're I like a dickhead you. from the North. I thought, and... I thought you meant South oh. of Scotland. <laughs> Shots fired from Al. Uh, north to you, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> So eventually, Magic is restart. Triple uh, Jeff Jack puts Teddy Long the figure four and China hits him with a guitar shot. One, two, three. Winner and new champion is China. Now, obviously, Jeff's like, you know, fuck this, I'm out. China leaves to the back and Miss Kitty follows her. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Is this uh, this is the forerunner to the whole Chinette thing? Yes. Yeah, Which was terrible. Be. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Most things, but um, you know, after after a, a shit match like that, what's what's better than a match that's been put together by a drunk? It seems because it makes no sense why this match exists. A bushwhacker match? Not quite. Oh, sorry, Al. Some some inferior tag team match to the bushwhackers? Nope. We have a meeting of the dog and the rock. Can we point out the video package before this match, which involves a, a rock bottom onto dog shit? Onto shit, which is basically how this match is set up. You don't like this one, do you? No. Uh, um, I, I feel this match is a bit sad. It is for a number of ways. The fact that the bulldog looks like he's bursting out of his skin in a literal sense. And I just put down, bulldog is ripped. Can't be drugs. Can it? He does have a certain element of being out to lunch. Yeah, he... I mean, that's personified by the fact that midway down his entrance where he sort of almost freezes, turns to a fan and just flips him off on the way down. Yeah. You know. And he's wearing jeans. Yeah, he looks like shit. That's he, basically he does, it. He wore, did, he, yeah, did he actually, on his... Like, obviously he'd left for WCW to, to go to WWE in 1993. Mm-hmm. He was back in the WF by... 90, 94. 94, 94, yeah. Spent 94 through to 97 yeah. in the WF again. Mm-hmm. So obviously he spent... Did he go back to WCW in 98? Yeah, and then yeah. he knackered yeah. his back That's what it on, was. A, on a trapdoor designed for the Ultimate Warrior. Did, oh, so did I. They got a FedEx firing and then he's back. But, and then, but, but he, he was in a body cast. He, he was doubtful whether he'd ever walk again. Mm-hmm. And he apparently beat it all to return to the ring. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Did he ever? Did he ever in his this 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 run in the WF? Did he ever go 
back to wearing the usual gear with the no the trunks or was it always in the jeans and t-shirt no no this, 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 matches. yeah this was his attitude either bulldog he was right. a face when he first came in yeah and he wore the the old um, bulldog gear mm-hmm. and then once he turned heel he went to the jeans one right. thing I will one thing I will say about the pre-match video, apart from the shit, is The Rock can make anything great. It's just great. Um, obviously, Rock comes out to the ring, massive pop. However, Jerry King Lola actually notices something quite coy for him. Where's his tag title belt? It's not there. True, yes. Um, the, the insinuation being that he doesn't really care. No, which is probably about right. Probably. Considering it's a forced tag team and they force won the tag team belts. Yes. Um, this match is just a mess. Um, at one point, the Bulldog takes an absolutely crazy spot in the corner after an Irish whip, where I think he almost like lands his neck. Uh, oh yeah, another one. Yeah. He does a weird sort of like slow motion flip and barely gets around in time. That's the one. Yeah, another one. It's just I don't think he. I think I'm with you. I think he's out to lunch, dinner, and everything else at this point in time. And he's he's past his best. It's oh sad. well, it's quite sad to watch actually, considering what obviously yeah. you know he's no longer with us and things like that. No, uh, I do have a note on here that says Bulldog comes off the ropes. <laughs> Rock thinks he's going to go for a Samoan drop, but Bulldog uh, Bulldog obviously thinks it's a backdrop. Looks really oh, awkward. Oh yeah, it just, just jumps. Then yeah. yeah it's just it's, not and they have to kind of cover it because it's obvious that there's not the, these two don't really click that well no that's, that's partially why I don't like the match because obviously you've got The Rock who's admittedly one of the biggest stars in this year and you've got a star of old just looking really sad and broken and just a shadow of what he was before it's not great that was only that was less than two years ago well just over two years ago sorry when he was doing the own art match and stuff you know mm-hmm. so yeah no. <clears throat> a lot happened in that time and it's just it's just obviously we know what happened afterwards but you can see the right in the wall during this match it's yeah, it's, it's not great. You the, know. the rock wins with a rock bottom, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bulldog, bottom, Bulldog got a power slam. Rock got his foot on the ropes, and there's a rock bottom, and then a people's elbow for three. Yeah. Yep. The crowd are all happy and great. But then the match quality does improve drastically, but especially if you're into watching car wrecks. Before we get to the match, though, can we just make a quick note about the video package where Jerry Lawler is interviewing Cherry backstage? I was just about to. Because, oh my God, you would never get away with this now. they got to climb the ladder to success. I mean, success. So show me how high. You know, King, you're going to have to go all the way. All the way, yeah. Let me let me describe the scene. The king is in here and Terry by a ladder. The king asks, "How high does the team that wins have to climb?" Terry, Terry says, "Terry's Terry's boobs are pretty much hanging out already at this point, yeah, and, and she's wearing what can only be described as a leather belt." <laughs> pretty much. So Terry says they will have to climb all the way, and she starts to climb the ladder. The king refers to the ladder as the ladder to success and corrects himself. 
Terry gets to the top of the ladder and starts to reach up, saying to the king, can you see it? Can you see it? And of course, the king, being the gentleman that he is, gets his head right up her skirt. Yeah, that's... It's uh, awful. Awful. It's just, it's just old man pervy entertainment. And who is this trying to titillate? Probably, like... I, I want to blame Russo again. Sure, He's not there. Him. Doesn't matter. Let's blame him anyway. Let's just blame Russo. It's just terrible. But, uh, so this match is the first ever tag team ladder match. And it also happens to be the final of the Terry Invitational Tournament. Now, the matches have obviously gone two and two. So this will be the deciding match. And the winner, instead of grabbing a belt, because there are no belts on the line for this one, have to grab a sack of cash. Yes. And um, this match contains the teams of Edging Christian and the new brood, Matt and Jeff Hardy, with a Gangrel. Wait, yeah. With, yeah, Gangrel. Who's, let's, let's take a moment to appreciate Gangrel's music. Yeah, Gangrel's music is just... It just works so well for his character. It's cool. It's cool. It's anyway. cool. Um, so this this is what the king refers to as an air traffic control type match. There are more of those to come. Yeah, this match is kind of takes on even more significance when you consider that this is probably the first stage leading up to things like the TLC match at that, WrestleMania that's, 17. That's exactly what I wrote down. I wrote down. Just think, it went from this to a triangle ladder match at WrestleMania the following year, and then TLC the same year at SummerSlam. Yep. It yep. just escalates and escalates and escalates to the point that it just gets completely out of fucking control by SummerSlam. Yeah, it's it, it's the prototype for that, basically. It is. Bloody good. It's a just, lot, it seems like when you watch these kind of like ladder matches and things like that back now, they, they do seem tame. But that's because we don't have, they don't have the same expectation. Yeah, exactly. Because this was quite a fresh idea, obviously. Yeah. People had obviously seen Razor against Sean. They'd seen other great ladder matches. It's the first time you've got four guys in the ring at the same time, and you're throwing in ladders and weapons. Yeah, exactly. I, there are just I just wrote that there are far too many crazy spots to mention during this match. It's just I've, I gave up writing notes halfway through because yeah, I was like, there's there's too much going on. If here you too. watch one match. During this pay per view, watch this match. Oh yeah, this is this is the standout match. This pay per view, it is, it is that good. As good though um, the main event is, and the main event is really good. Um, mm-hmm. This is probably my match of the night on this one. Yeah, historically and also in the ring, it's yeah. fantastic. It helps with the fact you got two young teams at the time as well. Exactly, two young teams that are not broken. To be yeah, in yeah, in yeah, always, uh, but you get like. You kind of have a funny feeling. You know, uh, the argument always is that if you get two teams that are face, mm-hmm. or two wrestlers that are face going against each other, the crowd can't get invested in it because they don't really care who wins. Well, believe me, this crowd cared to one. But yeah, yeah. This is, this <laughs> Just is look at Hogan Warrior. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the but the flip side of that is, it's they don't mind who wins kind of no because they get a happy ending regardless yeah you're going to get a good ending regardless it's, so it's cool from that point of view it is uh, yeah this is this is brilliant it's got innovative spots in it mm-hmm. they use the ladders really well for the teams it also um, has the suicide cam the first appearance of that it does yeah the, the sky like the bird's eye view cam that's amazing mm-hmm. um, yeah. and yeah it's just it, I just I, I quite like this match 
Yeah, the, the finish is basically it's a four-way sort of mess with the ladders. Um, two guys get pushed off to one side, fall off the ladders. One guy's pushed off the other side, and Jeff reaches up for the money bag, grabs it, then takes a rather awful bot, uh, spot to the floor. He just kind of hits the deck quite hard, doesn't he? Yeah, on his side. Didn't look good. No, it didn't look good, but I suppose it's finished anyway, so if you do crack yourself open, then that's <laughs> Exactly. Um, uh, did, just as a quick side note, by the way, has anyone seen the episode of Ride Along with the Hardy Boys? Oh, yeah, it's on my list to watch. It's, um, it's, it's full of references to broken stuff. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's just all the way, the whole journey is basically, because it would seem that Jeff Hardy can't see very well for night driving. Right. Because he's leaning almost across the dashboard to see. see signs and things, and then it's like, it's just the way Matt goes, Brother Nero, your, oh. eye, your eyes, they're obsolete. And it's just, sounds like, this sounds like it's up there with the episode of the, what was it, the episode of like um, NXT that CM Punk commentated that one time that was just the inside jokes hour? Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> um, so, anyway, this go is the back high point to, in the whole pay-per-view. It really is, and quickly we descend into Delves again um, with a segment from Sunday Night Heat again. Mankind's talking to the Hollies outside a bathroom, because why not? Regarding his first book, Have a Nice Day, which is a really good book just should read it if you haven't oh, read it already it's a really good book yeah I, I like have a nice day hey have a nice day Bob it happens to be the title of my new autobiography you're in there you old cranky curmudgeonly non-carnival riding son of a gun sorry kid you didn't make the cut hey Rock and um, Holly's leaves, sort of not interested so Mankind enters the bathroom gives the Rock a copy of his book after making very juvenile shit jokes and, uh, leaves but he, he, he thinks it's the rock that's in the stall. <laughs> yes. Well, he assumes it is because he can smell the rock is cooking. He yeah. leaves the bathroom and runs to the rock in the corridor. To which Mankind goes, what are you doing here? You're meant to be in there. Which There's some funny bands in between all that. But Mankind then goes back into the stall to retrieve his book. And he's then jumped by Val Venus, who steals his book. Yep. And then batters him. Yep, and then Batterson says thanks to the book and just gives him the boots one more time. Yep. And um, we then cut to the ring, waiting for the introductions, when all of a sudden The Rock appears from nowhere. Yeah, he does, having wrestled Bulldog like, <laughs> a few minutes ago. But he's now back down the aisle. Yeah. And the purpose of this was to basically <laughs> the winner of this match. Everyone's happy, they're excited that The Rock's going to get a title shot. The Rock goes to leave, and none other than Triple H appears with a sledgehammer. That dastardly bastard. Yeah, that damn Triple H. Doesn't work that well, does it? No, not as good as that damn test. Oh, so, appears with a sledgehammer, and does anyone notice The Rock is almost doing a plank to allow Triple H? to help him with the sledgehammer yes it's it's, it's not the smoothest getting down in position I've ever seen no not really but it's for the purpose of the story it's okay it's fine so we cut backstage as Mankind's music plays and Mankind's obviously concerned over the rock and the rock's basically being abusive and not very helpful to anyone that's trying to help him uh, Mankind says I'll win this match for you rock etc etc now Mankind's out with his tag team belt because yes. obviously this is the best thing ever because he is uh, you know polar opposite to The Rock who can't really care less Mankind thinks this is the greatest honour of his life to be teaming with The Rock hmm. which no to be fair it is let's be honest yeah. um, so basically uh, Valvius comes out it's just another example of the attitude is just Valvius' whole character the only best bit of Valvius was that one time that Kainte chopped his pee pee off 
Um, yeah, I think I've I'm, seen that. I'm once. using the term. I'm using the term best very loosely here. Yeah, well, he, he did have a he did have a wonderful evening at Target Wrestling in Carlisle. Oh, that's right. Yes, and was entertained by the, uh, the pub named after an American president across the road. Uh, <laughs> on a on a quick side note, um, how do you feel if your boys are going to go to the big time? What the polos? Aye, I wish them all the best of luck. Aye, the I think it's great. Be amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. They, they could join up with Noam Dar and make wrestling great again. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, this match is kind of ter- terrible. <laughs> oh, well, I'll jump straight in there with terrible. Um, I wasn't going to go quite that bad. I was well, just... the finish, if the match was a five-star classic, the finish would delete that. <laughs> the finish is pretty bad, yeah. What, the, are you, are you perchance, Al, talking about the, the, the testicular claw? Yes, yes, I am, Cameron. What's wrong with a good old bit of tongue round the bollocks, Al? Well, a lot of it is if it's by another man, but that's just my own personal preference. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Got off the quiet here all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just find the, the mandible claw versus the testicular claw. Why am I even saying that sentence? Oh, well, you just, are. You just have. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. However, Alex, not just the regular testicular claw. It's a testicular claw with Mr. Rocco, <laughs> which, as we know, uh, makes it ten times more. Yeah. So rubbing, rubbing the rock's face in the mankind's groin. <laughs> seeing you break it down like that it's actually pretty disturbing <laughs> it is a bit um, and uh, mankind is, is so pleasured by this he passes out and yep. Balvin just pins him Balvin just lands on him gets him Wait. slips on a five pound note and gets the win yeah he just kind of flops doesn't he and that's it yeah. it's not really anything I thought it was stupid but anyway there you go um, stupid is being kind but um and coming up next is a four-corner elimination match with two tag teams. Yeah, I couldn't, which is also stupid. I couldn't work this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't work this out. I'm just going to put. Wait a minute. They're not. Why are they tagging if it's a fatal four-way? Are they teams? Is it what is going? Is it elimination tag? They don't I seem don't, to be quite hot on the rules until no, the match actually starts. I can starts tell itself. you the stupid story. Go, Go on. on, Al. Right, there's, I don't know, I can't remember if it's mentioned on the pay-per-view or not, but the whole story is X-Pac doesn't feel he's good enough to be Kane's partner because Kane's all big and monstery and X-Pac's all little and uh, weedy and, and he doesn't believe he belongs in the land of the giants, as he calls it. So this match is to <laughs> oh, prove yeah. X-Pac belongs in the land of the giants. Okay, that kind of makes sense a bit now, but why book a four corner tag team we don't know what the fuck this match is well they've match. run out of goods they've run out of wrestlers to put in it so I was like oh we'll put the acolytes in it <laughs> sure um, yeah, um, so, I mean I think Ken still wants to be his friend but he's still Kane is conflicted in the match he's pretty conflicted Kane because obviously Kane is his own man but Xbox is his friend as well but Xbox got that DX side to him that's the thing well, I think the problem will come out in the next few months it does very much so um, this is just a sort of cooldown match from the cooldown match from the last hot match so you know. is it Bradshaw goes with a chokeslam yep 
Then X-Pac blindsides Kane with a kick. Is it from the top rope? Uh, top rope, yep. So we're, we're off one-on-one. Yep. And then this is what I like the best. Farouk goes for his deadly finisher, mm-hmm. which is an E-Honda torpedo off the middle <laughs> yes. turnbuckle, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Because you see him do that in loads of matches, don't you? You do. And funny enough, it's counted. It is. It's uh, counted into uh, X-Factor. <laughs> Uh, Let's move on. The the, 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 the scenes from the back uh, with the rock when the medical crew are trying in a, the most limp way possible to sort him out is that they still haven't taken this guy to hospital. No, because he's refusing to go. But does he there's no point in the whole thing where he himself says, No, don't take me to hospital. No, or no. does he not go, Don't take me to hospital, I need to interfere in the main event. <laughs> Not not out loud, but I imagine. All oh, right, there. I imagine it's there, but it just seemed really stupid that they were like, you know, Jim Ross is doing his nut by, you know, something better than Roswell. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, we're friendly, pal, but he's not interested. No, he's not interested. He's not having it. So next is your main event of the evening. It's the no-holds-barred match between Austin and Triple H. Yes, which... Shut up, Al. (laughs) There is no Zeus in this match. As much as you want him to be there, he's not there. Get over it. Uh, Which is good, in a way. Yes. Um, Again... The video hype video for this match is again fantastic. Oh, it is! It's incredible. It's the soundtrack, the editing. It's just by the time this mat, this video was over, I was ready for this match. What do you think Austin thinks of me? He thinks you're an ass. I don't know how he has hell to pay when I get back. Stone Cold comes out, and of course, the crowd goes absolutely. Banana. Yep. Um, Now, at the beginning of the show, Jim Ross quoted there was 18,742 people inside the Gund Arena. Apparently 10 people turned up late because it's now 18,752 people. Wankers. Yep. (laughs) Absolute bastards. Um, This match is quite cool. It is. It's uh, the all-out chaos of most Stone Cold matches around about this time. I don't like the brawling in the crowd. Why? I'm not a fan of crowd brawling. You can't see a bloody thing. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's the you one. can't do any real moves either. You're just punching. They do like a suplex. Ow, at one stage, ow, I think it's, 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 ow, it's a whole sparks match. The idea of you know traditional wrestling goes out the window straight away. <laughs> in favor of making terrible movies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> with Zeus I've got every no whole bard reference in here I can <laughs> rip 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 I've started with film recently it's still shit still quite shit is it as shit as ready to rumble though? <laughs> ooh that sounds like a podcast <laughs> if you if you want the worst wrestling movie ever watch <laughs> River of Darkness that just sounds bad it's got Kurt Angle in oh my god Oh, please, please go and look that up. It's it, just, just watch it. It's just, I think I've it's heard amazing. of this, but not, heard, not uh, seen it. No. So, 
Triple H comes out with said sledgehammer from earlier on, but Uncle Vince comes out and goes, no, 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 you will not use this. Vince is a face. Yes, this is very confusing. Doesn't work. No, don't worry, that fixes itself shortly. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what do we get? We get Brawl in the aisle, yep. uh, clothesline off the barrier from Austin, Triple H whipped yep. into the barrier, into the crowd, so you have no idea where they are. Nope. Um, Austin, grabs somebody, Austin grabs somebody's crutch, not crotch, yep. crutch. Um, <laughs> Austin, they're sticking their claw. Listen, oh. Austin attacks with a camera rig, which seems to take about half an hour to swing round into position. Well, that, well that's because it's like the giant heavy... Um, it's like a cherry ca- picker kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean... The view from the camera itself is quite fun. Oh, yeah, but Triple H has to kind of stand there and kind of just rooted to the spot going, oh, Ah, but he's been beat up so bad, he needs to recover. He's he's building up his stamina again. Oh, never mind. Um, Austin, suplex in the aisle. Triple H crotched on the barrier. Pinfalls apparently count anywhere now, so that's okay. I think the Saints are no holds barred falls count anywhere match. That's sort of added in later on, I think. Um, Triple H catapulted over the barrier, which takes out the ref. Uh, yep, finally they get into the ring and the match kind of officially starts after about 10 minutes of this <laughs> after about 20 minutes uh, stunner but there's no ref to count yep. um, the ref gets up but is again shoved off the apron yep. pedigree but only a two count mm-hmm. Earl Herbner comes down the ring yep. uh, they go back outside the ring uh, Triple H is whipped <laughs> into the stairs Triple H uses the bell to waffle stone cold yeah that probably doesn't feel good Austin suplex onto a Spanish announce table back in the ring punches in the corner Triple H starts to work on the knee Triple H with a face buster Triple H gets a chair but Stone Cold grabs it instead Austin superplex for two they fight over a chair at one stage mm-hmm. Austin beats Triple H with the chair when he wins that battle um, and then the Rock comes out of the ring with the sledgehammer mm-hmm. manages to hit Austin by mistake <laughs> Yep. And then Triple H pins Stone Cold as a result of that. And yep. then there's a massive brawl to the back. And then we see that uh, Triple H is basically running like hell with his belt. Just about manages to get into the limousine that China's in as well. And then uh, they disappear off in the, over the horizon while Stone Cold gives chase. Yep. It's absolute organised chaos, the pay-per-view, but it, the main event. But it's quite good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very typical of the sort of late 90s main events that was just absolute chaos but the crowd are absolutely eating it up oh the crowd love it and it's a typical of kind of like Austin's kind of style as well like you know kind of <laughs> brawling over the place yeah it's just it's just mayhem and obviously by the end the dastardly heel makes his escape and Austin's left again just a few steps behind but this sort of all sets up the end of the year and obviously the start of the following year where it's we supposed to set up the original triple threat for Survivor Series 99 wasn't it correct mm-hmm. which would have been the Triple H Austin rock yeah. but it didn't bank on Austin's neck giving out on him no giving up just no 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 it didn't bank on Austin getting run over oh, oh sorry yes I forgot about yes. Rikishi yes don't because give the ending away <laughs> you, you look at Rikishi and you think what a driver I look at Rikishi and go, at least not that guy. 
Well, indeed, indeed. But no, I like um, the main event. The main event's really good. Uh, the main event's great. I also enjoy, after the three count, a fan so disgusted by what you've seen, he just lodges a drink and absolutely nails Triple H in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to throw a drink, do it at the end of something, so if you, when you get thrown out, you're not missing anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. But uh, the show ends, Triple H makes his grand getaway, and again, Austin's foiled. Austin's foiled, but we carry on. Does Al have any thoughts on this main event? No, I, I'm not a big fan of the Attitude main events because they are just brawling and stuff, but it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can ask for. You might not be a fan of the actual in-ring work, but you enjoy the whole spectacle of it. Yeah, yeah the razzmatazz of it. Sports yeah. entertainment. Absolutely. Sports entertainment. So that thus ends No Mercy 1999. Not just a great N64 game, but a pretty decent show. Yeah, all right. It's pretty decent. I like it. It's got some really good high points, but a lot of it starts off very slow. It does start off a bit slow. And not just because of Midian's offense. No, not really. Have we got a list to put this in the position? Well, we, I believe, uh, camera should have that available. Uh, What, the prepared statement from Phil? Oh yes, that too. We should probably do that now. Um, um, because Phil's, as as people may have noticed, Phil was here at the start and has now gone. Yep, he's, he's not ru- dead. Don't worry. His, his router decided to blow up. Yep. <laughs> so I have, via the power of Facebook Messenger, got a um, prepared statement from Phil, which I gave him a deadline for. So he's he's, so. he's done it. So well done, Phil. <laughs> well done, Phil. Um, <clears throat> Before I write a letter full of harsh language to BT, I'll first send my thoughts about this pay-per-view. This is one sat almost perfectly on that knife edge between the full-on Attitude Era and the Commissioner Foley period, that being one of my favourite times of wrestling. You have stuff like The Godfather and Val Venus and sexism from Lawler, but you also get a feel for what's coming next, the resurgence of the tag team division, Triple H dragging himself to the top of the card, and a dash of goofy humour. Quick aside, one of my fave bits is from Mick Foley as he's wandering around backstage looking for rock and he says, Hey Hollies, hardcore and crash, and then calling Bob Holly Kermagudinly on the Kermagudinly on I can't even pronounce that. Yeah, Kermagudinly old man. Yes, the fact that this show is just as Vince Russo is leaving the WF underlines this. You can almost feel them wrapping up on his worst successes, like with the good housekeeping match, in inverted commas. The worst bit is that you can easily have one of the best matches of the year, the tag uh, team ladder match almost ruined by Lola constantly talking about watching Terry climb up a ladder mm. and there's the outrageously poor way that the tag team belts treated you in the actual pay-per-view itself which isn't great either overall it's a decent pay-per-view with a hot crowd helping the undercard matches but it's all about that ladder match as you hear an initially disinterested crowd come to life as the carnage escalates not top tier but an important one as it marks the end point of the Vince Russo attitude era and that great period leading up to WrestleMania 17 by the way fuck BT yay there's Phil uh, Phil ladies and gentlemen um, so if, if you feel the same way about the show feel free to tweet BT and call him a dick yeah because you know you could have had Phil here if it had not been for B- BT absolutely and use the hashtag fuck BT use the, yeah exactly let's do that let's do that yeah. where where does this pay-per-view go on the league table of pay-per-views what is our current top five our current top five is Wrestlemania 8 is number one 
Okay. <laughs> New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom 8 in the Tokyo Dome is number two. Wrestle Kingdom 8 in Tokyo Dome. Okay. The 1992 Royal Rumble is number three. SummerSlam 2002 is number four. And Survivor Series 95 is number five. I want to say number three. Really? For historical purposes. This better than SummerSlam 2002? I would go four, I would say. That Royal Rumble, though? Really? This pay-per-view is better than Survivor Series 95? Don't you put it fucking ahead of that Royal Rumble, I'll tell you that now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll concede I'll concede maybe three is too high four sounds fair so we're putting it in between we're it's, sandwiching it in between Ric Flair it's better than Survivor Series 95 yep, yep. but it's not as good as SummerSlam 2002 yeah, yeah I'll go with that, that. I'd go, go with that I'd go with that let's do that stamp sealed delivered I have had a look at the board and I've known for a while what's coming next but I didn't, I, well I, I know who's picking next but I don't know yeah. what it is in, in so, the voice in the spirit of Yoda you should be oh Jesus Al oh no where are we going next right the deal was if it's on the network we'll do it yeah correct yeah now, However, I'd like to say yeah. that we all have the power of veto and also the power of fuck off Al just telling you no, right no, now no there's none of that going on um <laughs> There's no danger of this getting top five. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I'm going to do something a bit different. So I don't know if you're going to allow it. We're not watching watching Total Divas. (laughs) I watched that already, but that's my personal time. It's an event. Right. It's It's technically not a pay-per-view. We're not watching this. Right. it's not all done on the same night. Hmm. So it's not a pay-per-view. Is that a TV special? Of sorts, kind. It's not all done on the same night, kind of. I'm trying to think of multiple nights on TV. All right, I don't know. Al, put me out of misery. Right. What are we watching? It is the 1998 Brawl for All. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Wait. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> What? <laughs> we have to troll through episodes of Raw no, no, to watch we just, shit. Just type in Brawl for All. It brings up all the stuff on the network. Does it? Right, I was oh, going to say. <clears throat> I was going to say that'll be difficult to find, but no, if it does that, that's cool. So yes, that's, that's, that's and we'll include a bonus match from WrestleMania 15. WrestleMania 15. What's the match? The, the Brawl for All from WrestleMania oh, 15. That's right, final. God. No, it wasn't the final. No, no, no. That was the. Um, that was just a bonus match. I hope bonus is in inverted commas. <laughs> so yeah, are we all happy doing that? I'm happy sure. doing that. Let's let's uh, watch that. Ill attempted one time only run it running a semi legitimate uh, tournament and the injuries that follow. Is it like yes, eight, yes. Eight? There's a lot to talk about on it. Does it there start really with is. eight or does it start with sixteen? Sixteen. And it ends up with probably one, maybe half a person not injured. <laughs> half a person not injured. Well, the winner's probably injured as well. 
Is so, Butterbean, yeah, is Butterbean in it, good. or is just the end result a match against Butterbean? You said it. No, Butter, Butterbean's the bonus match. All right. So the winner of this tournament faces Butterbean. Yeah, I don't think that was planned at the time, but yes, that's what goes on to happen. Oh, my, I can't wait for a match between Savio Vega and Brackus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with ring classics like that, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, Quebec or Pierre against Steve Williams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Draws against Road Warrior Hawk. That spoiler. Too many spoilers away here. <laughs> oh God. Well, I can already tell I'm going to get angry at one of these matches. <laughs> all right, we're doing the brawl for all. This oh, is going to be. A sh- I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <on>. <laughs> I tell you, most of these matches only go like ten seconds or something, don't they? <laughs> yeah, there, there won't be a lot of time. Yeah. Nice. I think we're going to be spending a lot more time probably tallying up the injuries. <laughs> probably. Oh my god. This is going to be great. <laughs> it is going to be good fun, actually. I'm looking forward to this one. I can't now. say, I don't remember watching a lot of the Brawl for us. This will be all quite new to me. I don't think I've seen any of them. Oh god. So this will be. Someone, someone message Phil. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad Phil's not here right now. <laughs> I can only imagine his little reaction to it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Phil will probably have to contribute via smoke signal. <laughs> More squads. Carrier pigeon. Yeah, something like that. He's probably started the music already. Probably. He's probably just... If he's doing the edit now, he's probably just fading out now, isn't he? Yeah. Probably right about now, my voice is fading away to a spray of horns, but, uh, you know. So he plays out with a... I think while Phil's doing this, we should probably talk about what Dick Phil is while we're fading out. Well, we can start that as soon as he's faded his out, don't we? Absolutely. You might never know. Exactly, he'll never know. I could lob, like, I could lob the entire bit off at the end before I send it, couldn't I? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do, do that. that. Yeah, we'll do that. That'd be fine. Uh, is that the show all wrapped up? I think we're all wrapped I up. Yeah, it's yes. all wrapped up, yeah. We know where we're going next. Um, it's going to be an interesting show next time. Um, oh, for, God. Are we giving all the details about emailing in and stuff? Oh, sure. If you want to contribute to this episode, I don't know how you're going to do that. Uh, or if you've got any funny tips, or if you just want to call Phil an asshole, then feel free. Because we do. Uh, we do on a daily basis. We do so indeed. We're on, we're on Facebook, Twitter. You'll find us all there. Uh, I'm now Slurm316 on Twitter. I have a new handle. Uh, uh, I, I am at Cripple H with only one P because it doesn't work as a wrestling joke otherwise. Correct. Uh, uh, and I'm Jordy Allen on Twitter, but I never very. Really he, he never tweets anything. I doesn't tweet anything, so just message one of us. And Phil is Evil Ninja Phil. Not that he'll be able to read Twitter. But, uh, no, not, not in the near future. No. <laughs> no. Um, but you can. There's also the official uh, Conquistadors account at Conquistadors. Yes, you can get us all there. Uh, and yeah, if you search Facebook for Conquistadors as well, we're on there too. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, uh, we'd love to hear from everyone and give them uh, lovely thoughts on on tonight's show or the other 17 episodes we've done, we've done so far. Quite a few now, yeah. We've done a few now. Yeah. I can't wait till we turn 21 and we can drink. Yeah. And then we'll wake up in the morning and think it's all a bad dream. It is. It is. And then we'll get some poor teenage lassie pregnant and then it'll all just be downhill from there. 
Well, that's the sort of direct end to the show. A little bit. But imagine, yeah. I mean, imagine if you were a kid and you went on a school trip to America and you found some women in Hooters. I know. And, and, then, you, and then she took you home and took advantage of your young, you tender body. Your, your young, tender British body. And she had a thing for, like, you know, British accents. And before you knew it, you had a wee American baby. Yeah, wee American baby. She had a wee, uh, uh, wee Christine or a wee Chardonnay or whatever she decided to call it. Chandelier. Chandelier. Chiquita. Taquita. Taquita. Tahiti. Yeah, little, little baby Tahiti. Yeah, little baby Tahiti. Just think, Phil, in 18 years' time, you're going to knock at your door. And Tahiti, all grown up, is yep. going to be here to be our granddaddy. And you never know. The phrase, the phrase all grown up, by the way, can never be used when one season comes up. Ladies and gentlemen, the conquistadors have left the building.